All right. So we are, we're officially live. We've been live for a minute, but now we're, um, now we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> so, so merhaba, Hosh Gelden. Thank yes. you for joining us in our live uh, season one wrap party for Dizzy for Dizzy. Yeah. Uh, we've, I'm so we're excited. Done with so... Our Kenji Kush. It's crazy. Yeah. So, oh, it's sad. I know. I'm like, gosh, there's so many messages coming through. You guys are so awesome. Um, but yeah, so Ashley's going to tell you guys a little story. <laughs> okay. So when I, I lived in Washington for a while, right? We've, I probably mentioned this, but when I was living in Washington, I had a friend who, this Hawaiian friend, and um, she named her daughter this beautiful name, Kavena. And because of that, because I know what it, what the, her mm-hmm. name looks like, because I know how her name is pronounced. I had this little inkling because, um, our friends that you've heard us talk about on the podcast many, many times who I keep uh, calling Kalina. Oh well, God. hang on though. Here's the thing. <laughs> we have been pronouncing many people's names incorrectly for a long, long time. So like many- Nayata, like her name <laughs> Who I said like Nayara the first time. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> anyway, guys, names are hard, okay? You just never know. So like people mispronounce our names, not our first names because they're very easy, but mm-hmm. you just never, you never know. So I don't ever get offended when people pronounce my name incorrectly, but like Moran has been around us for like listening and interacting with us mm-hmm. for a while. So has Kalina, but I had this, little inkling I was thinking okay I have a feeling we're saying their names incorrectly because I just had a feeling mm-hmm. and so I asked them the other day and we've been saying their names wrong for Completely a long time Completely incorrectly and they've so never Kalena, Kalena. Kalena and honestly I think I'm just gonna keep calling you Moran <laughs> but it's like I don't think it's like a super like, super soft R yeah so it's like Mo- Moan like yeah yeah <laughs> but i i feel i don't know to just tell us what you want us to call you we'll call you whatever you want <laughs> amelia says she loves my cup okay thank you amelia i actually got this i don't know is oh. stephanie in here um stephanie got this for me for christmas you guys we were um partners in a gift exchange last year and she sent this to me and i love it so much <laughs> so Yep. That's from they Stephanie. If she, if she pops in, that's my, my albatross <laughs> mug and my Sun M shirt. So I, I felt like this was appropriate to wear today. Yeah. I'm not, I have my moonstone jewelry on. That's how I'm contributing. Aww. I don't have any my jewelry yet. I only do because I basically forced Eric to buy it for me for my, <laughs> for my last birthday. He's yeah. like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, moonstone jewelry. Here's uh-huh. some examples. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, um, before we like really dive in, we don't really have a set plan for this episode. We just wanted to hang out with you guys and chat and answer questions, maybe ask you guys some questions and just kind of hang out and get to know each other better since we've been doing this for over a year now and we've never done anything like live and interactive like this. So Mm -hmm. what better time than now when we are all sheltering in place at home and can't get together for a real party besides we can have more people this way. So that's true. That's true. Um, We're located Um, all over the globe. (laughs) 
Yeah. And we were thinking we could just read off what your guys' answers were for the question of the week and see how you first got introduced to our Kenji Kush or Turk DZ in general. Yes. Uh, Julia asked in the group the other day too what your first mm-hmm. Turk DZ was ever. So that will be, we can kind of discuss that. And yeah. Um, <laughs> Which was a really good question. Like, <laughs> what? Well, I'm, I'm reading the comments from. I'm just gonna probably keep saying Moran forever. I but, know she's, like, but told, she said it's okay. I know she told us we it was okay. But... <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah. So you guys, if we've ever pronounced your name on the podcast, please feel free to be like, hey, just so you know, you've been saying it incorrectly. Be, just be like, guys, you're so dumb. <laughs> and then please attach, please attach a voice memo with how to correctly say your name, so that I can just play it over and over in my head. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Or we'll just play that on the podcast from now on. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll have the, their actual voice saying their name. So that yes. We, that way we don't have to say it at all. No, exactly. The pressure is off. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. So, okay. Um, so I know. How do we want to – do you want to start I, reading some of the people's Yeah, responses? I will. Let me pull up – do you want to pull up Instagram? I'll pull up Twitter because I – sure sort of forgot to pull all this stuff up. It's very weird because usually we have our routine. Like I get my notebook and it's like right next to me with all my notes from the episode we watched. And then I usually take screenshots. Yes. I usually take screenshots <laughs> of all the answers. <laughs> You're um, so beautiful. I know Look at- he really is. <laughs> Love him. Okay. So anyways, I just, I'm a little unprepared because I forgot to open up all of our social medias to get our questions and answers. So no, that's okay. We're, this is very loose. And if you guys have questions for us, you can pop them in the chat and we'll just have to backtrack. Yeah. Um, we'll backtrack through because I think a couple questions have been asked already. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys go ahead. You start Ash. Okay. Kalena. Said. <laughs> I'm just going to say her name really dramatically from now on. Every single time. Do That's it. how I feel every time I say the full D-E-K. Anytime I'm talking to Eric about D-E-K, mm-hmm. I say the name, the tr- I say it in Turkish really dramatically. Right. And I don't know why. So I, I'll always be like, I'm watching Dodun Evkadarindir. <laughs> I mean, it matches. It's a dramatic show. Right. Anyway. Okay. So Kalena said, I was reeled in through a YouTube video uh, a friend shared with me. It was set to a song that sounded like it was from High School Musical, but it was actually a song called At the Beginning from the movie Anastasia. She said she didn't know where the footage was from, quote, but I swear I got pregnant from just staring into John's eyes. (laughs) A sentiment that I would later learn is shared by a lot of early birds (laughs) with uteruses and ovaries never being the same. I watched, I researched, I loved, I obsessed, and I still do. Love it. Relatable. Um, of course. Of course, mm-hmm. Moran's response is on here. Mo, 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 on. Mo more. I don't know what I'm going to call you now. <laughs> but her response was, YouTube kept showing me thumbnails of the first opera kiss. I don't even know why. Never watched anything Turkish before. One day I finally clicked it and down the rabbit hole I fell. Two weeks later, I was on a solo two-week trip to Italy, traveling at day and binge-watching EK at night. And mine did not include a trip to Italy, but 
when I got hooked, my in-laws were staying with us for Thanksgiving for like 17 days. And I was like, long time. I am not putting off this show for 17 days. I had watched the entire first episode and I was like, I can't wait 17 days to watch more. So I would be like, you guys, I'm just so tired. I'm going to bed early. So I'd go to bed at like nine 30 every night. Oh, oh uh-huh. I'm so tired. But then I'd be up till like four in the morning watching the show. So then they'd be like, huh, you went to bed really early, but you slept in every single morning. (laughs) Kristen just needs a lot of sleep, okay? (laughs) But I got through it in like two weeks or maybe a little more than two weeks. So, yeah. um, And it was that, what episode was airing at that time? I think by the time I was, my first live episode was 21. It was right after, it was the episode where he like yanked her and he's like, your scent belongs to me. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the last episode I watched that hadn't aired. And then that was the final scene in 20. So 21 okay. was my first live episode. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Natasha, who gave us this idea of a question in the first place. Thank you, Natasha. Yes. Let me make sure her name is Natasha. Yes. Natasha. <laughs> um, she said, funny story earlier this school year, I went to homecoming with a guy I was pretty sure I was rude with my dance etiquette and stuff. So after a week or two of anxious thoughts of embarrassing myself and being a bad guest, I decided to look up some dance etiquette as one does. Mm -hmm. And one of the videos had truly madly deeply covered by Cascada. I think Cascada. And I really liked the song. So I looked it up on YouTube and one of the first videos I clicked on was a fan video with montages of John and Son M. Obviously, with me not being Turkish or knowing about EK, I was a bit confused about whether or not the video was just a fictional storyline someone came up with or a YouTube series or a TV show that I didn't know about. But I looked further into it and found out it was a Turkish show called Arkenji Kush. So obviously, I looked it up and started watching just to see what it was about. But then I ended up getting really hooked because it was so good. I love that. Such a roundabout way that some, some of us yeah. have come across it. I agree. Um, sorry if you guys hear noise. I think my husband's working out in the garage and now my dog's going crazy. Anyhow. Uh, so Brenda replied and said, I saw a hot guy in a book club and thought, how are you doing? I've been stalking <laughs> him ever since. It's a mutually beneficial relationship for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag John Yaman, I love you. <laughs> And then Rainy Day said, my friends could not stop talking about this show, so I had to figure out what all the fuss was about. Mm, yeah. Which was essentially also mine, only it was just one friend. It was me. That friend Ashley. was me. Spoil yeah. alert, Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Annika said, I've been a fan of John since 2015, 2016, so I've been following his shows for a while. I saw the release of our Kenji Kush and fell in love with the entire show, including the chemistry between John and Demet. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, sorry, do you have another one? We can keep switching off. I totally. Um, I know I read two at a time. Sorry. That's uh, okay. Edie said YouTube attacked me with the bandana scene. Oh man. Oh, whoa. <laughs> That is quite the introduction. Yeah, that's all over after that. I mean, come on. And this is what you said. 10 seconds in, it was all over for me. I didn't stand (laughs) a chance. 
Oh, and then my last one on Twitter is from Amy D. And she says, YouTube really uh, brought me this wonderful movie and love story of John and Son M. Worth, worth all the time watching. And I'm so addicted to this series. Nice. Uh, Nikki said, two years or so ago, I was in bed recovering from a shattered kneecap. Oof. Ooh. I had seen Kurt Seit Vishura on Netflix and was discussing it with a friend who watches Deezy's fanatically. She suggested Dolune. Mm. I binged through that and was captivated by John. So looking for more of his work, I stumbled on her Kenji Kush just as it started airing. Good timing. Wow. It was love at first sight. I almost have every episode memorized. I have watched so many times. Nuts, right? I've started learning Turkish and now can easily detect when the translations are askew. Oh, good for you. Wow. Yeah. Devoted, obsessed, and preoccupied with all things Turkish. It was my mission to travel to Turkey when COVID calms down. Mm. It is my mission to travel Turkey when COVID calms down and it's safe to get on a plane. I've enjoyed your podcast very much. Oh, you're, the rest is just very nice. Thank you. <laughs> I'll have to go on and read those. I haven't been, I haven't scrolled through our Instagram in a while. I've posted on it a bit, but I haven't like scrolled through all of our. I posted this week on time. I saw that. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Pat myself on the back. Um, so man, I closed out of the chat on Facebook. So you might have to scroll through. I closed out and reopened it. So now I'm missing all the comments before that. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm out of it too. So I, I'm way behind. Okay. Um, so it's on Instagram. So, oh, duh. (laughs) Um, well, no, I mean like I actually full on closed out of Facebook and like reopened it. And then all of my chat, all the comments in our video feed disappeared. All the comments really. Yeah. Except for oh, when weird. I first opened it. So I was wondering if you're able to still scroll through them. Cause there are, I saw there were some questions and stuff in there. Oh yeah. Do you not have more responses to the question of the week? Um, oh no, I don't. Oh, I have more then. I'll okay. just, I'll do, I'll do mine. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rowan 35 said, uh, she was introduced by Corey. Mm. Our friend Corey, and she was instantly hooked by the humor, the drama, and the chemistry between John and Demet. Our sweet friend right. Corey. I know. Corey's still, Corey's still watching the series. She hasn't finished it. She popped in here for a little bit. I don't know if she's still in here with us, but um, she, I, she actually started it before either Ashley or I did. I think she actually started it back in like July or August when it had first started airing that year. Oh, wow. But, but then she like only got a couple episodes in and didn't pick back up until recently. And she has like, oh my goodness, she's gotten so many other people now to like start watching it and listening to us. It's she's so been a major recruiter. Yeah. I lo- we just love and appreciate it so much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nayara said as many people, I believe I found it by accident on YouTube. I watched a John Dem fan video and fell in love with them. The series had just begun. It had only six or seven episodes to binge. And the podcast I found when I was looking for EK playlists, I think that's fairly common, at yeah. le- especially at the beginning. Um, I think that's how a lot of people found us. Yeah. It was so good to relive the show with your point of view. I cannot wait for the next one. Meanwhile, should you should do a special episodes on Turkish movies and series you have finished. So that could be a good. That's um, a good suggestion. Mm-hmm. And I think we got one more. Let me see. Um, I have to just find them. They're a little lost. Somebody sent us a DM. 
Aw. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. That's all right. You can always come back to it. Yeah. Um, okay. So like I said, sorry, you guys, I, some of the comments aren't showing up here in our live stream and Facebook for me, but somebody asked, I think it was Megan. So Megan asked something, asked as a question, something about podcasting. So if you retype your question, Megan, I will happily answer it for you. Um, but yeah, right yeah. now, I mean, we're just pretty much open to chat with you guys or answer questions that you have, um, take in any suggestions. I think I, I lost the, the message. So I'm sorry to whoever DM'd us. I totally, I totally lost it. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, so yeah, start, start popping in questions, comments, telling us how you discovered EK. If you didn't, um, answer it in our question of the week already, uh, like Ramsha, am I saying your name correctly? <laughs> uh, she says, I discovered, um, oh, she discovered our podcast from the Air Kenji Kush Israel Instagram. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Yeah. And then oh, Jul Julia found it, uh, found EK from a Tumblr gif. It was a clip of uh, John M. Wow. That is cool. Okay. There's Megan's question. Okay. So she said, is it weird being legit podca podcasters, a second career path? Okay. Well, first of all, I don't know if we're legit, but I know <laughs> you guys, you guys make us legit. The fact yes. that you listen to us makes us legit, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it is fun. I mean, if there was like actually a way to make a career out of this, like I would totally be down. And I mean, people do. I mean, true crime podcasts and there's a lot of people who actually like make pretty insane money, uh, podcasting. So I don't know that we'll ever get to that, but just because what we podcast about is such a like niche subject that yeah, I don't think we'll ever like get big unless Turk DZ explodes over here in the United States, which yeah. you know, fingers crossed that it does because it's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, we've we've barely started, um, making any money. And even then, like, trust me, it's like, it's not much like, um, we just opened our tip jar, which a few of you guys have contributed to. And someone contributed yes. quite a big tip yesterday. Thank yeah, you so much. Thank you. Um, that was like insane. And then you guys have been super awesome just in the last, it's been what a week since we launched our uh, merch. And so many of you guys have ordered stuff. It is wonderful. Um, and, but just a moment of honesty, we don't make a whole lot off of that just because we more made it because not only did we want like merch for ourselves, but we wanted you guys to be able to get podcast merch too. And because yeah. we do it through a third party company, Zazzle, uh, honestly, they make the most money off of it in order for us to make like, like good money off of it. We would have had to like way, way overpriced things. And we didn't want to do that. We'd rather, we'd rather make way less money and you guys be able to like afford to buy some stuff than yeah. anything else. So, but either way we do appreciate it because we do make a small portion off of each purchase and it helps pay for, um, all of our podcast storage, if you want to call it that to store all of our, um, audio files and stuff that you guys listen to every week. So we appreciate it so much, but um, yeah, we, we basically thought we can open the tip jar and do merch so that we can keep up our habit of com of podcasting. Yes. It's basically so, just pay for the cost of podcasting. We're not really yeah. looking to make any crazy money off of it. 
And honestly, I think that's what makes it fun is that there's not the, there's not the pressure. Uh Oh, Ashley's laughing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you know what? I misread that question. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Carolyn put a question into the chat and I, <laughs> I read it as John and Demet, not John and Son M. Uh -oh. And I was, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like gonna cry. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right, share because I cannot see what you're talking about. Okay. Carolyn wants to know when we when do we think John and Son M first had sex? <laughs> And, and I read that as John and Demet. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Honestly, Ooh. it was probably after their wedding when they left on the boat. That's what I think. That's what she said. The obvious answer is, is the yeah. wedding night. She said, but my I, hubby and I think it was the night they were on the boat. The night after he showed her how to sail when she was wearing the long yellow sundress, they were eating cherries. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very shrewd um observation i mean they lived right by each other mm -hmm. um but and yeah they were getting all snuggled up on that boat but yeah they really were know. yeah um okay so apparently i butchered ramsha's name is it like ramsha is she, it she said she said it's like ramsha oh ramsha okay uh-huh Gosh, and I'm she sorry. was happy. She was happy that you butchered her oh, name. Oh, well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad it's like a rite of passage and not offensive because you haven't lived until Kristen and Ashley have butchered <laughs> your name on the podcast. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Let's see. A oh, Lord. Why, why, why do you guys have to have names I can't pronounce? <laughs> um, Okay, correct me, but Ayonga, uh, she says that she stumbled upon our podcast and it was her first time listening to anything like that. So, oh, wow. Cool. So, were we like your very first podcast? I'm curious yeah, about maybe. that. Um, Hosna said that she found EK from seeing it in a play. I'm sorry, seeing it play on the Afghan television channel. They always oh. play Turkish shows with Farsi voiceover. And my mom said she thinks the guy is hot and I should come see <laughs> the science. The scene was of John uh, fighting those guys at the restaurant when he was with JJ. Oh. One glimpse of John and it was game over. Got caught up on 30 episodes in two weeks. Dang. That's even wow. faster than me because I only had 20 to watch and it took me a little over two weeks. So yeah. Wow. Uh, Jessica said one of her coworkers recommended it. And when she found out I have been to Istanbul, now mm. I'm recommending shows to her. <laughs> I got my mom to watch EK, but she hasn't been able to finish since it's blocked on YouTube now. Oh, no, they're like really cracking down on that stuff. Although there is a channel that I think still has it. So, uh, Jessica, after this is done, um, remind me and I'll see if I can send them to you. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then it, Aonga, you haven't corrected me yet. So she says she loves our merch selection. She can't wait for her orders. Thank you for ordering. I'm so glad Yay. you guys like the logos as much as we do. Yeah. And then Vivian says, uh, happy to be here. I was wondering about how you discovered the history of the writers of EK. Oh, that's a good question. 
Hmm. So, um, Ashley knew about the writers before I did, because when I was watching, um, when I was catching up, the writers had been switched before I was caught up with the series to that point. So, um, Ashley was in, um, Ashley was in another like smaller fan group and they have a lot of knowledgeable Turk DZ ladies in there. Yes. So I think that's where a lot of our education about just writers on shows in Turkey go. And then that's like when we both started paying attention to it. So, yeah. Um, and then like we follow Aisha on Twitter, obviously, and paying attention to the opening credits to see like who's being credited for writing that episode. That that's an easy way to know, like when it's been switched or if it's been consistent and then just Googling, Googling their names and seeing what articles I can get translated into English to read more about it. So yeah, that's how we found that out. So now it makes me pay attention to other shows too, to see like, okay, do they keep consistent writers or do they switch Mm -hmm. them up too? And it seems like, um, they switch them up a lot when ratings start to like go down a little bit. It's almost like they want to throw fresh faces in there. Um, and that's so interesting to me because it's completely the opposite of American television. Mm-hmm. It's true. And yeah. Um, so uh, oh, says the cabin, I'm guessing that's when she thinks <laughs> that they slept together for the first time was at the cabin, like in the thirties yeah. when she like runs into his arms and like wraps her legs around him. Oh, that maybe night, that night in the cabin, maybe Moran. Maybe. Marissa said uh, EK was recommended to her by a friend. She said, I held off because of subtitles, but once Mm -hmm. I watched 27 episodes in nine days. Oh my gosh. Dang, you guys, I thought I binge watched, but you guys have me beat. That is amazing. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Ramsha says, I found EK when it was trending on Instagram and the video had the grape scene. Jeez, those are some good scenes to like reel you guys in. The bandana and the grapes. And then, um, let's see. Uh, Carolina. Go ahead. Yeah. She said, I watched Dolune following Uzge and then I found Gorgeous John. The (laughs) rest is history. Yes. Oh, and Giselle's here. <laughs> oh yay. Hi Giselle. Um, Ruby said, I found EK because someone in an author group posted a photo of John as Devit swoon and then an entire conversation on how amazing it was started. So I decided to watch. I've had more sleepless nights because of this show than when I was in university. <laughs> I believe that. Honestly, yeah. And then uh Rum so addicting. Like- Rumcha says, I still want to know JJ's town name. Me too, which I said in the last episode, like, I don't like that Muzo got to know and none of us do. Although some of you like the mystery and are like, I kind of like that we never found out. It kind of leaves this air of mystery about him, but yeah. I'm just nosy and I, I want to know. Yeah. And then uh, Carolyn says, I discovered Dizzy for Dizzy in the middle of the night last summer. Oh, I was up binge watching EK. And I was a little worried about myself. Like, why am I so obsessed with this? I need to talk to someone about it. (laughs) So I searched EK in podcasts and found you. Ever since that moment, I found so much joy and comfort from this podcast. I'm not nuts. I am just one of the many people around the world who love EK. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. And hey, you know what? Even if you are nuts, we're all all in it together. So (laughs) that's right. 
That's if right. You're, if you're nuts, then we're nuts. And I'm okay with that. It's true. Uh, Katie popped in. Hi, Katie. And she says, I love EK because it's so much better than American TV shows. Amen. I enjoy that it's not all about falling into bed and then getting to know each other, but there's just this delicious slow burn buildup that keeps you coming back for more. That is like a perfect description. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, Giselle. Giselle. Says, yeah. What do you want to know, Giselle? What are you talking I about? I think about JJ. I think about JJ. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Cause you guys, you're, I think we're a few, we're like a few seconds behind. So what I you're so. seeing on the screen is like 15 seconds ago. So sometimes, um, the comments aren't going to match what we're saying right now. Uh, Vivian says, I found EK after seeing Demet in Kurt Sura, which I'm sure I said that incorrectly. Uh, I searched her on IMDb and that led me to, uh, room 309 and then EK. I'm addicted to all EK. It makes me happy. It makes us happy too, Vivian. And then, uh, Moran says, I said on my Instagram page that JJ was from a city in Israel laughing, of course. And so many people thought I was serious and asked me if he was Jewish. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. If you guys have questions, you can pop them in the chat too. Questions yes, please. Whatever. Yeah. Ask us questions or, um, give us suggestions or things you don't think we've, uh, touched on, talked about. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, let's see. Megan says, how do you recommend to people such a great show that, you know, will get them hooked, but knowing that it goes off the rails in the end, do you just say it's worth the train wreck? I mean, yeah, it is. It is hard because when we were first like telling people about it, the show was still airing. Yeah. So it hadn't necessarily gone off the rails yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still pull, I still tell people all the time to watch it because the thing is we still get our ATA. It's just not the way we want it. Right. Uh, it's not as much of it as we would want, but it is for the most part, like a tied up ending. And that's, what's more important to me is knowing that, um, the show actually concludes and doesn't just abruptly end because then I do have a hard time suggesting a show when it's like been canceled and it's clear it's been canceled. Like it ends on a cliffhanger and then it never comes back. Uh, it's harder for me to want to recommend that show to someone, even if yeah. all the content up to that point was good. Right. Because you're, you know, they'll be disappointed at the end. Right. Exactly. Um, but like there's a TV show I loved, um, how I met your mother. I don't know if any of you guys have ever watched <laughs> that, but I love that show and it goes for like nine seasons. Why are you laughing, Ashley? I'm, I'm laughing because I will never watch that show because yeah. of you. <laughs> um, but if you haven't watched that show, I, I have a hard time recommending it because it does end. It does conclude. It was a planned ending. It didn't get abruptly canceled or anything, but the ending was so disappointing to me. I hated what they did. I felt like they completely undid the nine years of growth on several characters' parts. Um, and I just felt like the ending didn't match where the show had gone. Um, it was the planned ending from the very beginning of the show, but I felt like the show just grew and did its own thing. So I have a hard time. I love that show. It is hilarious. Um, I love Neil Patrick Harris's character. And uh, Marshall and Lily are two of the main characters. There are a couple pretty much throughout the whole thing. I love them, but... I just, I cannot get on board with that ending. So I don't recommend it to people. Yeah. 
the ending can it's funny because the ending can totally ruin a show for me yeah but for some reason with ek that didn't like i still love the show and i would still mm-hmm. recommend it to people because me i too. feel like all the great moments we get with them make it totally worth it yeah I agree. Marissa says, everyone needs to be nuts about something. We found the perfect thing to be nuts over. I agree. It's true. Krisha wants to know uh, what our overall fa- most favorite scene and most hated scene. Ooh, that's a really good one. Um, so it's hard because there's so many great ones, but I think, I think overall, I just really love the grape scene in 11. Mm. I think that's just a moment I could watch over and over. I love that it's before they're actually together, but they're just sharing this like very charged, um, like with those together. ridiculous smiles on their faces. Yes. They're just like lovesick and like, neither one of them is fully admitting it out loud. And yeah. it's just this, like, they're both cute and kind of unsure, but not, it's just, there's so much about it. I love. And they both just look really great in their outfits. And that's in that scene. Too. So <laughs> I think Two hot people being hot together. That's right. So <laughs> I think that is overall uh, my favorite scene. My least favorite is mm, probably, I don't know if I could pinpoint it to anything, but most of 38 like any a lot of the John and Son M interactions in 38, like when they're apartment hunting and just the way he's acting and how he's being a jerk as they're like doing all that wedding prep and stuff. Throw the whole episode away. Yeah. So yeah, that any of that we're in that because it's just like hashtag not my John. So I think that would be the same for my like most hated. Just yeah. get rid of that whole episode. Everything mm-hmm. would be better without that. Um, but I think most favorite this probably won't be a surprise, but anytime I think of like, oh, I love, what scene do I love from mm, I EK? It's the love profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I just. From volume 12. Oh, uh, it's just so achingly beautiful. And mm-hmm. he just loves her so much. And even though she doesn't say anything, there's just something about the atmosphere of the scene, the mm-hmm. whole setting, the way he kind of just his big bare arms come around her and he hugs her and, and he, he was this guy who ran away from stuff like that. And he had sure he was with Pullen for however long, but he wasn't really with her. He was just biding his time, like wasting time. And now he's found a a woman that he loves. And so seeing that, I was just like, Oh, every time it makes me emotional. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Vivian, I like that. She said, she says, oh, my, my apartment is 309. Wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is a good question from, again, I haven't found a correction. So I think she said you're saying it right. Oh, yay. I'm so glad. Okay. Yeah. So Ayonga, she says, I want to know what your husbands think of your love for EK. <laughs> Dang, you guys have some good questions. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, he just laughs at me, honestly. <laughs> and then when when we started the podcast, I was I think both of us were kind of expecting to potentially get a little kickback from them yeah. of like, 
like, really, You're, you want to do that? Mm-hmm. But ever since we've started it, both I, I can speak for both of us that both of our husbands have just been like super supportive. Yeah. And anytime I give him updates on what's going on with the podcast or if I'm like, oh yeah, this is happening. He's, he's like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're, that's so awesome. I'm, I'm so proud of you. And he just, um, I, he's, he's very proud, which I think is just adorable. So, yeah. and he just laughs at my Turk Dizzy obsession. Uh-huh. He, he just laughs at me. <laughs> he, he finds it. He probably finds it more hilarious than Jason does. Not that Jason is, bo- he doesn't, it's not bothersome to him, but uh-huh. um, he like, you know, first he was like, what the heck are you watching? And I'm like, it's this show that like Ashley told me about. And he's like, of course it was Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Mm-hmm. So, and he, I cannot get him to sit down and like watch an episode or anything like that with me. It's just not me either, but he will make his, he'll just make a little sarcastic, funny comments. Like when I am watching, but when we first talked about starting the podcast, I was expecting him to be like, are you serious? Like you're actually going to set up a whole like show about this show. But he totally wasn't. He was like, okay, well, we can turn the office into like where you guys record. We actually went to a furniture store and bought two recliners just so that Ashley and I would have comfortable chairs to sit in when we record every week. And he even bought me, I'll post a picture of it in the group after this, but yeah, he bought me and installed like, you know, when you go to like a radio station, they'll have those lights that say like on air and then they're turned on and he bought me one of those and put it outside of our office door so that we can flip it on when we're in the house, in the house, in in their house, you guys, I love it. And he, didn't he order you like a podcasting for dummies book? Yes. Uh Yep. So So, start. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, as far as like the show itself, they just kind of laugh and they won't ever watch it with us, but Mm -hmm. they're, they've both been really awesome. I was just telling Eric the other day, I was like, I was like, you know, the, the girls who listen to our podcast, they think we're really funny. <laughs> I was like, you married a really funny, really uh-huh. funny woman. He's all, I know you are funny. <laughs> but I said that because my husband is like the funny the one. one. Mm-hmm. So, so I was like, I was like, I have to tell him that I'm funny too. Uh-huh. Everyone thinks that Jason is funny. So yeah, it's, it's refreshing. Jason is funny. What he is. Um, but it's refreshing when people are like, you guys are so hilarious. And I'm like, really? We're just like talking like we always do. I never really thought that we were like funny. Um, but yeah. And it's funny too, because even like my in-laws, my, de- my husband's dad and stepmom will be like, Oh, how's your podcast doing? They have no idea. Like, I'm sure they've never listened. Um, but they'll like ask about it. And even though I'll say like, oh, we've had this many downloads or whatever, I don't even know that they know whether that's good or not, but it's sweet that they ask. And then like my father-in-law will email me like random news about Turkey sometimes. Um, and then like I shared in the group last week, how my cousin's husband was like, Hey, look what's happening in Turkey. Uh, there's a guy dressing up as Spider-Man to help elderly people during all this COVID stuff. Like, so I just love that even though people in my family aren't into it, they, they know that I am and they make it a point to like share stuff with me when they come across information that they think is relevant. I love it. So yeah. Very, very sweet. Yeah. 
Let's see. Miranda, since you guys have watched several DZs, which one would you say I should definitely avoid? Ooh, well, gosh, I hate to say anything about Ebo because I love him, but Intersection, which is on Netflix, so it's pretty accessible. Um, I don't love the ending because it was rushed and it's very clear. There's an episode and I don't remember exactly which one it is, but when you go from this end of this one episode to the beginning of the next one, it's very clear that there has been writer changes, either producer changes, major changes, because the story takes this sharp turn, the plot, like even the appearance of the characters it's like they were trying to go a whole other direction and it didn't work because then the show got canceled like within six episodes of that. And the conclusion is just super rushed and they do something. They actually do something um, like midway through those final episodes that you're like, what in the, what are you doing? Like, and then they don't even get to continue with that plot because it gets canceled within like two or three episodes and yeah, so it's like, I love Ebo. I love the show up until that point, hmm. but I just can't hang with that ending. So I wouldn't watch that one. Yeah. I don't know if, um, oh, Jessica's here. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Um, I don't know if I've watched a DZ yet that I'm like, no, don't watch that one. Um, well, I've, have you completed a DZ besides EK? Uh, no. <laughs> like I know you've watched Jacer, but you haven't even finished that. <laughs> no, I have like two episodes left still. Um and I, I'm not caught up on the protector. I'm uh, yeah, no. I'm I'm a fake DZ lover, I guess. Yeah, you're not a fake DZ lover. You just have a job and other things that prevent you from spending two and a half hours that's all the true. time. Honestly, honestly, the podcast has actually curbed my DZ watching because mm-hmm. it, I'm taking the time to, I was taking the time each week to go back through EK. And so yeah. I was like, I'd rather just watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Giselle wants to know what the hottest scene was. Oh, um, probably in 39 when he's zipping up her dress for her before Layla and Emery's wedding. Thank you, Aisha, for that scene. Um, Because he's bold. Like he, yeah. Like he makes it, I don't know if it actually made it to air, but in the, in the, um, oh my gosh, I am being a terrible DZ person right now. The fragment, I could not think of the oh. word. In the fragment for that episode, they there was like a comment that he makes about like, what if I didn't zip this dress all, like what if I didn't zip it up basically? Like what if I did like zipped it down? Mm-hmm. I don't remember if that comment actually made it into the episode itself, but even without that comment, that whole scene is like, whoo, like, and even Sanem is like, whoo, it got hot in here. Like that- also, the the bandana scene is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty who charged. <laughs> the one where that one, the one where she's blindfolded and um, yes, and yeah. she's touching his face and mm-hmm. feeling up on his beard and mm-hmm. yeah, wow, wow, wow. 
Yes. Oh, I like that. I'm seeing comments in here with people who say they agree with me on how I met your mother. I'm glad I'm not alone because yeah, when it actually aired. So many people were like, did it. They found a way to make everything work and come together. And I was like, what are you talking about? Did we watch the same finale? So I'm glad there are like-minded souls in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Carolyn says, does anyone know how old John Yaman's mom was when he was born? She still looks so young. That's actually a good question. Um, I have no idea. I do not know the answer to that. Um, oh, B says that she felt similar about lost. With oh, it. same here, girl. I was like, that is a cop-out ending and yeah. I've never watched it again. No, neither I know. I. And some people love the ending of lost. Yep. yep. Ugh, whatever. And just like how I met your mother, it's the ending that was planned from the beginning. And I just think you can't really do that because you never know where a show's going to go. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, unless but- you've had like a certain timeline, um, like I know mm-hmm. some shows they're like, this show is only going to be this many up seasons, right? Like there's this show dark that I really like, and they've r- like planned and written three, three, uh, seasons mm-hmm. and that's all they're going. But I oh. think with something like lost, because it's, um, like a, se- uh, not a cable series, but I'm, um, like a network series. Mm-hmm. I think they probably were like, well, we're still getting good ratings. Keep it going, keep it going. And yeah. then they figured, well, we can close it out with this one solution whenever mm-hmm. we want, even mm-hmm. though the story was getting more and more complicated with every yep. single season. So, yeah. And they anyway. left so many questions unanswered anyways. Yeah. <sighs> uh, okay. Um, Carolyn says, oh, she answered one of the questions. She said, the scene I hate the most is the hut after John finds out Oh, that son M gave her scent to Fabry because of the way he screams in her face, grabs her face and her hand is so scared. That would be a deal for a real relationship. Yeah. And we talked about that when we covered that episode that, um, yeah, that one just felt a little heavy handed for the type of show this is supposed to be. Right. Um, And not that he did. I wouldn't say that he got violent with her, but you're right. It, it it was like an open gate towards that. Yeah. I understand his upset and he was hurt and being very like passionate, but it came across a lot more angry than it did hurt. So yeah, that is a very thing to pick. That would have been a big red flag situation in real life. Yeah. Uh, Vivian says her most hated was when Huma set up the yeet lie for John and son M. Amen. Yeah. And her favorite is the second opera house kiss in episode 11. Oh, Megan wants to know what Turkish words do you use the most in everyday life? Ooh, good night in. I actually say that to Jack every morning when, um, I wake up. Yeah. And I, cause if you guys are in the group, you know that I've been posting like videos of how Jack is when he wakes up in the morning next to me. And so I'm usually like, good night in. Um, so that one for sure. I say to mom a lot, but I say that more like to myself, like when I'm just like muttering to myself, whether I'm like in the kitchen, like cooking dinner, I'm like, um, instead of saying like, okay, I say to mom, what's next to mom, to mom, to mom. Like, I don't know why I just love that word. And maybe I'm trying to think what else. Um, I don't know if it's really considered Turkish, but the way they say, oof, like, you know, 
I say that constantly. But when I'm saying it, I'm picturing it with the U with the dots yeah. above it, like they say in <laughs> Turkish. So I guess I guess that counts. <laughs> yeah. That and definitely Gunaiden is mm-hmm. like I use that all the time. I always yeah. say that to Eric. I always say that to mm-hmm. my dog. Eric will say it back to me. Um when <laughs> one time he he was he texting me? He yeah, he texted me. I think he was somewhere for work. Mm-hmm. And he, t- we were saying good night, like goodbye. And he said good night, Tin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was in your like birthday card too. I thought that was so cute because you. Yes, that that's me. right. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, oh he's very yeah. He called it like the English good night and then ten, which good I was night, like, well, ten. I mean. That's yeah. a good attempt for someone who doesn't know anything about the Turkish language. So. Uh-huh. Or if I'm answering his call, sometimes I'll say merhaba. Yes. Uh, I'll say that to Ashley, but I won't answer the if I answer like that, my husband will be like, what? He won't he won't understand. <laughs> um let's see what else. Oh, Jessica says, my ladies. Hi, Jessica. Here's my scruffy dog. Yes. Jack's next to me, but he's laying down so you can't see him. But um, let's see. Um, Oh, Julia. don't bark. Julia says, I love how supportive your husbands are. I know. And you know what? When he found out that, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's actually Julia's husband who runs that Turkish language school. And um, when we told them like, hey, we're going to start taking Turkish, Turkish lessons, Uh, Jason was like, Oh, that's really cool. And I was like, yeah, like they sponsored, um, they sponsored episodes of the podcast. Like, um, and he was like, really? He was like, that's really neat. And he's like, well, I guess that's like the perfect platform for a Turkish language school to advertise on is a podcast about Turkish shows. So exactly. (laughs) Which was cool. And then Moran says, you girls are lucky to have the men that you have. We really, we really are. We are. Don't worry. We know that we, we are. We, we do. We, we very much value our husbands. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Marissa, my husband has stopped laughing and rolling his eyes. He refers to John. He refers to John, to my kids as your mom's Turkish dude. Yeah. Jason will usually be like, is that your Turkish boyfriend? <laughs> um, uh, Rumsha says, my, my mom told me I need to find a Turkish man to marry because I'm so freaking obsessed. <laughs> I just mean, hey. go for an extended stay yeah. in Istanbul. There you go. Oh, Sandira says hubby hasn't seen John yet. Oh boy. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. When 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 Eric first saw John, it was I was like, of course it's a shirtless scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I think at least he wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. But Eric was like, what are you watching? <laughs> Which is why when I had our notebooks made to take notes for the episodes, I made sure both John and Ali were wearing glasses in the photos so that they weren't like intensely staring at us. Well, Kristen almost, I posted this one picture in the group of a picture of Ali that she almost put on this notebook Mm -hmm. of him in a kitchen barefoot. Barefoot. And it's like, he's got breakfast ready for you. And it's like... Thank God you did not put that on my notebook. Eric would have been like, get rid of that. Would have been in marital counseling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Oh, Jessica says, I loved the setup of your office, Kristen. It was so comfy. Yes. If you guys don't know, Jessica 
is the same Jessica who joined us for episodes 11 and 12 of the podcast. Mm-hmm. She yes. has seen John in person, basically. She didn't get to meet him, unfortunately, but she was in the same breathing vicinity as him uh, when she went to Turkey last year with a group of uh, gals who all went because they all met online because of the show and then decided to plan a trip together, which I just love so much. A girl's yeah. trip where you guys all got to meet in person for the first time um, and then bond over your love of Turkish TV. And they hunted down and found the set. This is when the 40s were being filmed. So they had to drive way out to the country. and To find the yeah, farm. They found the farm, you They guys. found the farm. Yeah. On like some Russian website or something, I want to say. Like it was like <laughs> really crazy. Like they found the address and they went out and got to be on the set and uh, be able to watch John and Demet and all of that from afar. Yeah. Uh, Ramsha wants to know which kissing scene is your favorite. Hmm. My the the typical me wants to say the train kiss, the the uncut train kiss. Yes, the uncut one. But let me tell you, there is something about there is I don't remember what episode. It's like in the uh 20s maybe mm-hmm. where they're in the kitchen together and there's this he John like comes in and there he's talking to Sunem and then he leaves or Oh, is see, it, now I can't remember the context, but it's when it he when just she's like trying to decide when that she's going to tell her mom about them. Yes. And he grabs her face and he kisses her and he says, good luck, baby. And, yeah. and his voice is all low. And, low. and he's wow. like a centimeter from her face, a millimeter from her face. And he's, yeah, with his growly voice. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot, there's a lot in that one tiny little peck in his deep manly voice. Yeah. I really like, I'm pretty sure it's episode 23 when they have their like whole day together because they're finally back together. Um, And they go to the cabin that night, even though it gets interrupted early. But it's just so sweet because they they steal a lot of kisses and snuggles from each other. Yeah. And there's like a lot of those cute like face grabs and just quick kisses. But like I just – I don't know. I just really love those because they were just clearly just obsessed with one another. They adored each other. He was just like the way – anytime he touched her, it felt like he was like handling something very precious. And I just yes. – I loved that so much. Uh, oh, see. Carolyn, yes. It's the German show Dark. I love that show. (laughs) Moran fully predicted (laughs) that show, and I was so impressed. Oh, man. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me that. Uh, Giselle says, my hubby thinks it's funny, too. He also gives me side eye when he sees the background of Hot Turks on my various electronics. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I feel that. My husband's like, what is on your phone? Because I have fan art of John and Son M on my background right now. Um, yeah. So it's not like an actual photo, but then on my, um, my not, that's my home screen. And then my lock screen is of, um, Laurel and Biss. If any of you guys are familiar with, uh, that comic on Webtoon. And so Jason's like, what, why do you have all these cartoon characters like embracing on your phone? <laughs> and he's like, and why are they pink and blue? What is happening? <laughs> See, at least with my, um, my night court, uh, oh, yeah. pop socket. That's a little bit, 
Yeah, that's a little more subtle. Yes. <laughs> you have to have read the book to know even like what our pop sockets are. So yeah. Uh, let's um, see. Let's, oh, Jessica says, did you all see that JJ Polen and Meliha are in John's new DZ? Yes. Yeah. I actually just texted Ashley that and I was like, dang, it's going to be like a little mini EK reunion um, on John's new show, which I'm glad I, I'm kind of curious to see what um, Anil and John's interactions are going to be on this show because I did really like their friendship as it built later on in EK yeah. Um, and not that it's going to be quite the same, but I would like to see them be like closer friends in this show. Yeah. And it'll be interesting. I hope Polen's not a villain. Like I would like to see, I Kim know Yet. I'd like to see Kim yet like in a role where she's like a good person. Cause obviously we know she does well as, I don't even know if you can call her fully a villain, but someone who was just up to no good and was just like cutthroat. Um, I would like to see her as like a lovable character. Hmm. And oh, <laughs> Kalena says, confession, I listen to Dizzy for Dizzy more consistently than The Office, ladies. Dang, that's high praise. Aww. I know. I'm kind of just skimming the... I know. We're trying to catch up through all your comments, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Katie's oh, almost... I... No, I, li- I like that uh, Giselle said she likes telling her kids, hired. <laughs> She said it's so much more, so much more satisfying than no. You know, what's another one that's really satisfying is sus. Yes. (laughs) It's like, it's so straight to the point instead Mm -hmm. of saying, shut up or be quiet. Like sus. It it sounds more harsh, even though it's a much shorter word. Yes. It feels more harsh. So yeah, I can see that. Um, Let's see. Oh, Katie, your Katie says she's almost finished listening to all of our podcast episodes and she doesn't know what she's going to do with her life now. Katie binge through the entirety of EK so quickly because she only started watching it last month, maybe. And she binge through all 51 episodes. Yeah. And then was also starting to listen to our podcast along with those episodes. So I'm super impressed. (laughs) Really? Um, Oh, Vivian says, your laughing is so infectious, a really wonderful infection, unlike COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vivian. We love you. That was very sweet and a very relevant, a re- very relevant compliment to pay us. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm sorry, guys, scrolling through. Oh, I like Moran. They're like favorite kisses and favorite. Yeah. Yes. Um, I like Moran's favorite Turkish word. She says keshke because uh, she called a cat. That's what you named a cat that you're feeding. But it's also such a good word. I love it. And now every time you say it, you'll think of episode 11. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then Moran was confirming that that scene in 39 did not air that portion of the scene where John basically is like, what if I didn't zip it up? Of course it didn't. Because mm-hmm. why would they want us to be happy? Oh, the comment aired, but the comment that didn't air was where he says, that's what's on my mind now. <laughs> oh, well, who was, I just saw on Twitter the other day, somebody was comparing the scenes of certain episodes as they were aired in Turkey with their actual running time. And oh. they, a lot of stuff was cut off. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, Giselle says, I don't watch endings. I've never watched, uh, the 
the Gilmore Girls ending or Friends or any other show except EK. And even that I haven't watched with subs. You know what? I have a friend who does not watch series finales. Um, She just doesn't. Even when it's a show she absolutely loves, she she does not watch series finales. I think she just likes coming up with what she thinks is going to happen, even if it has positive reviews. But uh, yeah, so I have a friend who does the same thing. I am That's just funny. Who, I like have to know, even if I know I'm going to hate it, like I have to know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's how I am. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, the high year comment. Yes. Um, goodness. You guys have said a lot. Yeah. That's funny. Sandira, uh, that scene I was talking about with that kiss, she says he was half blind too. Cause he was, that was when they all had conjunctivitis. Oh yeah. He was oh. wearing those blue glasses. Yeah. Those poor guy. Poor, I know those poor guys. Jay, I always call him by his character name, JJ, but Anil, cause he had it too. They're um, poor eyeballs. Um, oh, it was Moran's video. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, was it? Of course it was. (laughs) Of course it was. Of course it was. I should, I'm I'm just going to assume that anything that I've seen that I was like, oh, I like that, that Moran did it. That's right. Um, let's see. Yeah. A couple of you guys were actually supposed to be in Turkey right now. I'm really sorry you're missing out on your trips, but I'm happy you're here with us. I know it's not remotely the same. Yeah, but we're happy you're here. Um, oh, Giselle says, I don't know the episode number, but when Sanem is drunk in the woods, oh, that's episode 19. Um, and she grabs him and plants one on him. I loved that because she hardly ever took initiative. Yes, I agree. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, the next time she takes initiative after that is in the 30s when they reunite and she goes to the cabin and jumps on him like a koala and like wraps her legs around him. And then after that, I think it's 46 after the whole yeet showdown. And yeah, he's like, what do you want, son M? What do you want? And then she kisses him. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, you're right. She didn't take initiative much, but when she did, she took it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what else? Oh, Megan, do you think the physical restrictions of Turkish TV kept us hooked for so long? Did it allow the chemistry to develop and build or was it frustrating? That's a very good question. Um, And I think it's something we kind of touch on throughout the episodes, um, Mm -hmm. depending on the content of the volume that we're covering. But um, yes, I think it's both. Like it is frustrating because there's sometimes where you're like, are you kidding me? Like just kiss. Like Mm -hmm. there, um, there's, I won't get too spoilery, but because I know not all of you are caught up, but in DEK, there's a specific scene where I was like, okay, this should have ended this way. Like this scene should have built up to a specific event and it didn't. And it was like, I know why, because you know, the restrictions, um, and it was frustrating, (laughs) but also it was, it's always very impressive to me how much they can affect us as viewers without like just making out or, you know, being horizontal on a bed or a couch. Um, (laughs) It, I just, I think American TV could have a lot to learn from it because I think a lot of times that sexual 
attraction is used as a quick way to create chemistry between mm-hmm. two people um, versus having to like really build it up. And Ashley and I both are just more like slow burn romance enjoyers anyways. So I think it kind of goes right up our alley watching that build up and it makes the payoff so much better when things do finally happen. Yeah. I Um, think they have to be a little more creative, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, And I think that because of that, the moments are much more charged sometimes mm-hmm. with with Turk DZ, the super slow-mo shots where it's like five minutes of just panning from one character to another and they're just staring at the <laughs> at another person sometimes I'm like okay cut this down by like 30 seconds at least mm-hmm. but in situ- in some situations when you've got two characters like right in each other's faces and they're almost kissing and that kind of a situation it's I do feel like they're having to be more creative and it Mm -hmm. is more effective than having them stare for a nanosecond and then immediately start making out. Right. There's just something to building the anticipation that is Mm -hmm. so much better. But then in some ways, like I think with EK, it was like, well, okay, that was all wonderful, but at the same time, they should have gotten married 10 episodes ago, right? And then we've just had married life. So in that sense of those restrictions, I, but, but that's not necessarily because of the restrictions. Mm -hmm. That's because of the writing. So, but I'm, so that's, it's, it's a hard, it's hard to figure out what's what. Yes. It's a hard distinction to make sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Oh, Moran says that she made a Seuss sticker. Of course she did. (laughs) Oh, Julia says, what do you think of the John DeVete character if they kept the look John had from Dolene? Oh, well, Giselle would have absolutely loved that because Giselle (laughs) is a uh, Ferret Bay fangirl for life. Um, I've only seen two episodes of Dolene right now. I do like the way John looks. Um, I just don't know if it would have worked for the whole attitude of John DV though. Yeah. Uh, the adventurer, the traveler, yeah. the kind of wild man. He would have looked yeah. more buttoned up mm-hmm. uh, if he looked <clears throat> if he looked that way. Yeah, because even when he is quote buttoned up in EK, it's still very adventurous. Like it's not your typical tux or not your typical dressy attire. Um, right. So he's got yeah. 10 rings on his fingers uh-huh. and, <laughs> and military badges on his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so I, he still would have been good looking. I think the chemistry all still would have been there. So it would have been fine, but I think this was much more effective. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Um, let's see. Julia's question. Oh, Jessica says, I think though we have to remember that we're comparing it, most of us, to American mm-hmm. TV. Turk DZs have a lot more romance base with while not showing while not showing a lot. That's so, very true. Yeah, that's a good point. I will say though, um, I mean it is true. I am constantly comparing it to like American TV shows that I 
used to like heavily watch. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Not all American TV shows are romance based, um, but almost all of them have some kind of couple in them or two characters that, you know, are just eventually going to like wind up together. Right. Even if it's not the whole premise of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to think like, there's probably four shows that I can think of like that. They weren't necessarily romance, but they had these characters. And when I would go back to catch up on it, I'm like, there's no chemistry between these two people. Like they're just throwing these two together, but like, I'm I don't even believe it. It's not believable. And I never felt that way before. So it's definitely raised my bar for what I find believable. And, uh, as far as chemistry and stuff goes versus like, okay, you're just throwing these people together for a plot, but it doesn't even make sense or whatever. Um, so yeah, I've gotten a lot, I've gotten a lot more picky about that. I think though in American television, I think maybe this is what Jessica was alluding to is that with a lot of American TV, that's not necessarily the main point. Whereas it's a lot more of a lot of the stories in Turk DZ, it's a lot of it is about the romance mm-hmm. or the couple and yeah. uh, people really enjoy that. Whereas, mm-hmm. and obviously that's not every Turk DZ because you, right. know, you have more serious ones and kind of the adventure DZs and that sort of a thing. Yeah. But um, I think the producers of American television might not necessarily be thinking, oh, you know, we have to make sure that this couple has really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I I know that for certain shows, I'm sure that's a lot more of a priority. Yeah. And so I'm, it, it just makes me wonder if because of the limitations that Turkish shows have, if they right off the bat come into starting a new show by thinking, okay, we have to make sure this couple has great chemistry before yeah. we get into this because they need to have those charged moments uh, for the sake of what they can even show mm-hmm. on TV. Yes. Um, and on that same note, Giselle said, I think the main difference between American and Turkish DZs is that DZs are all about the female gaze and American TV seldom is. Hmm. And honestly, I think you hit something there. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, Julia, that's here's a good a point. Question. Julia says, another question, has it been confusing or weird seeing Demet in DEK as such a different character while watching EK uh, for the podcast at the same time? Um, for me, no. And the reason why is, is exactly that. They are two completely different characters <laughs> that it's not, it's, it's not easy to confuse them. So, um, Like I've posted clips I've really liked of DEK and stuff before, like on Instagram and stuff in my stories. And people will reply and be like, wait, wait, where's the guy with the man bun? But I think that's just because I'm only posting like 15 second clips. Right. um, Versus like watching it. No, because that show is just so, it's so much heavier. It's so much more dramatic. It's way darker uh, than EK, even, even in EK's angsty times, um, DEK has it beat, I think, as far as like the heaviness of the show. So I don't have a hard time at all. And I think not only does that just say like how different the shows are, I think it also is a compliment to Demet and just how well she can take on um, the character she's given. I'd be more curious if I were to watch one of her previous like rom-coms 
if it would feel that way, if it would feel like, oh, this feels weird. This feels kind of like Son M, but without John, because they, they're going to be more similar characters. I feel like when it's like a rom-com. So for me, it's been hard, but what about you? Cause you're catching up on DEK. So yeah, it hasn't been hard for me either. Um, but again, I think that's because of how different the stories are and Mm -hmm. what a great actress Demet is. Um, yeah, it's just a totally different show. So it's a lot easier to separate her from Sanem and Zainab could not be further apart mm-hmm. from each other as characters. So True. I think that really helps the situation. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, well, that's a good point too. Julia also said, I wonder if casting for chemistry is why so many leads end up dating one another. Right. <laughs> I mean it, it seems like a valid conclusion to come to. Yeah. Vivian, I agree. Great chemistry between Kivanch and Tuba in mm. Jason Vegazel. Kivanch, man, that, that man is beautiful. He, yeah, he really is. I guess maybe this gets back to what Giselle was saying is the female gaze, you know, mm. it, I think that's why we get, I think I'm sure that's part of why we get so intrigued with why it's so easy to get intrigued with Turk DZ because yeah. you've got these beautiful men on screen and obviously American actors are good looking, mm-hmm. but who, what was I listening? I was listening to a podcast the other day and one of the girls, listen guys, don't hate me. Okay. <laughs> but they were talking about all the Chris's. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. and like Chris Evans mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. I'm like, he's fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Take, I could take him or leave him like yeah. he, whatever. The best he's ever looked to me was on, um, knives out with the holy John DeVete sweater basically. <laughs> um, but, but she basically said that and I was like, yeah, there's, it's a, there a, a lot of the American actors, the American heartthrobs, mm-hmm. there's something very, I'm like, Hmm, sure. You're cute. But these Turkish men, <laughs> something. What is in the water over there? There's like this extra flavor. Yeah. <laughs> there. And I don't know what it is, but, and uh, yeah, I, if somebody can explain why mm-hmm. this happens to me in comparison where I'm, you give me an American man and I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. cute, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you give me these Turkish men and I'm like, okay, yes, sign me up. Thank you, please, very much. Uh-huh. That's true. Um, let's see. Carolyn says, I live in Canada. What should I say to Ye or Polen if I see them? Honestly, Polen, I don't really care. But Yeet, I would just find a way to run him off a cliff. Yeah. Because he did not get his, he did not get what he deserved. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, Krisha says, I'm in Toronto. I'm offering to hunt Yeet down and hit him with my car. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Thank this you for your answer. service. Uh, Jessica says, in comparing like characters, it's like watching John and EK, Dolune, and then Inadina Ashk. He's such a diverse actor. I didn't see any bit of his other characters in those shows. And that's pretty good because, I mean, I can't imagine that you don't put a piece of yourself into each character you play as an actor. 
there's just going to be mannerisms that you have that, you know, you think will kind of like creep their way into. Sorry, I'm having technical difficulties right now. Somebody called me and my computer freaked out and now I can't hear you. <laughs> I was I could tell you were still talking and I was trying to fix it before you stopped whatever you were saying because now I can't hear anything. Oh my gosh. Um, maybe, maybe take, I would say, take your headphones out, but I don't know if you can hear me saying that. Um, let's see. I'll just keep reading some stuff. Uh, Giselle says, same for me with Demet. I have no problem watching her with another actor. So many people are hung up on that, but she's so different in it. And she's a great actress. Yes. And honestly, Giselle, I think you'll agree with me about this is that I don't know that we could have asked for a better, um, co-lead for her after John, because of just, obviously we know how much the two of them are loved together than Ebo, because we know what an amazing actor he is. We know how intense he can be and how well he plays his parts that I think he's probably one of the only ones who really could have stepped in and not felt like that there was a John shaped hole left, um, across from Demet on screen. I'm, I'm, I'm good now. Okay. You can hear. <laughs> yes. Thank you for bearing with me. So I missed, I completely missed whatever you were saying for no, probably okay. 20 seconds. Um, I was talking about, we were just talking about John and his different characters and Jessica oh, was yeah. we've watched three of his DZs that, um, that she didn't have any problem. Like this is his character in Enadina Ash. This is his character in Dolanay. This is his character in EK. Um, so we were just talking about that. Okay. And then just, I was saying the same thing about Demet. And I was just saying how I feel like Ebo was probably the perfect follow-up lead for her after John and how much people were like, I don't want to see either of them with anyone else. Like I'll never be able to watch a show where they're not leads together. But with just how good Ebo is and how intense and all of that, like, yeah. I have not felt the absence of John across yeah. from Demet. And that's not yep. anything against John at all. It's just speaking so well uh, to Ebo and Demet. Yeah. I think every, everybody was um, chiming in about why Turkish men are better. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Kalena said they pump testosterone into the air in Turkey. <laughs> they must. And then somebody said, it's because they can all, what did they say? It's because they're always chopping wood. <laughs> Vivian said that. It's so true. I swear that happens in every DZ at some point. They need, even Fairhot in SBA, in his skinny black pants and his leather jacket. He chops wood. 
It's good. I love too. that that's a thing. Interdependency. Uh-huh. They're like, we gotta make sure we get a scene of this guy chopping wood. Uh-huh. We we know that the women love it, so we gotta make sure he, we get some time in there. Yes. Oh man. Um. Ooh. Rumsha asked if another actress had to place on M, who should have. I don't know if I can speak to that very well because I haven't watched a ton of DZs. So I don't really have great experience um, as far as like, oh, I've watched these seven actresses. Yeah, me either. So I'm not really sure I can speak to that. Yeah. Yet. Anyways, at least not yet. Um, do what? you, th- Megan wants to know, do you think differently of John Yaman when he speaks English? Better, same, other? Does his essence translate? Frankly, he could speak to me in any language. <laughs> but I like to understand him when he speaks English. And I don't know what it's, well, I mean, I like accents, okay, mm-hmm. in general. And when John is speaking English and he's got that accent, and he, and I can understand him. And there's something, if it somehow kicks him up just a little bit of a notch, mm-hmm. if that were even possible. And then he dances and he goes back down to like normal, <laughs> which well, thank God. Although he's taking dancing lessons, so I mean, he even is. that could be underway soon. Like we won't even have that to bring him back to uh, our level. Yeah, bless <laughs> his heart. Um. Let's see. Giselle, I'm day drinking, so forget me. Crazy typos. <laughs> I saw that. I love you. Um, oh, Julia pointed out that face touching and grabbing is also kind of a common cultural thing. I did not know that. But that makes sense. That does make um, sense. Why it would be so present in the Deezies we've watched. Um, let's see. Someone said, oh, here's a good, here's a hot topic question <laughs> uh Car- carolina says do you think that john and demet are together I in mean, my dr- honestly, in my dreams right it honestly doesn't matter what we think but i always hold out hope that they are and they're just being super low-key behind the scenes about it because of how much attention they got while filming and do I think they were together for sure at one point? Absolutely, 100%. Like, don't doubt that. Random coworkers don't just take trips together on their own um, and things like that. They don't go to, like, events that the other's family is hosting. Like, unless there's a different kind of level of relationship. Maybe just a really close friendship at the very least for something like that. Right. But, so I do believe we're definitely in a relationship for a period of time Mm -hmm. uh, during EK and maybe for a while after and whether they broke up amicably, whether they just decided like, Hey, we get way too much attention and we need to be like way more stealthy about how secretive we are with this. Um, That's possible. And I always hold out hope for that because I just love the two of them together. Right. In the meantime, they're secretly texting each other and mm -hmm. calling each other and because hey, no one knows yep. what happens behind closed doors. So I, I it would be it would be nice if they were together. Yes, but, I agree. Yeah. And I do think it's interesting that neither one of them have been publicly seen like 
linked to anyone else. I mean, unless you count that really lame story last week about the Met and uh, Karem supposedly being together because he was walking around with a coffee mug that had the letter D on it. Like, give me a break. Um, Clearly there was no truth to that. But I just, other than that though, they haven't really been linked or seen out with other people that they could be linked to romantically. So I don't know. Yep. I think that was a lot. I think that says a lot too. Yeah. But again, that's just me. Honestly, yeah. I just hope they're happy and that no matter what, they're on good terms. Like, yeah. You know, so yeah, for sure. Um, Ramsha says, I'd like to believe that they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all secretly hope for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and Moran, I totally agree. She says, I'm glad Ebo is married so that they don't have more pointless rumors. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Um, and let's see. Um, um, um. Uh, Moran says, if they are not together now, I hope they do end up together. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do agree with that. Uh, Carolyn says, John and Demet belong together because they have matching face freckles and cheek scars. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Amelia agrees with what I said about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Carolina says, I think John knew he was handsome, but until EK, he not until EK did he really understand how gorgeous he was, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, that I feel like that really as as far as worldwide, EK is what has launched his career. Um, yes. and how well known he is. And mm-hmm. it's it's amazing that there's just something about EK that is so attractive to Mm. people all around the world um (laughs) jack Mm um that i i just love that i love that there's people all around the world that are just drawn to the show and the chemistry and the two of them and the fact that john that we got john to win that uh e entertainment uh contest and people were like we don't even know who this guy is but he won he's Mm -hmm. got fans all over the world yes I agree yeah I think he always knew because I think he's always been self-confident and I think even he will say that like in interviews and stuff Hmm. but I think his sex appeal really came out when EK did yeah I could Mm -hmm. see that for Mm -hmm. sure so um let's see Megan, you have really good questions, Megan. She says, did you find half of the fun of the EK fandom was trying to find episodes with subs? The struggle was like trying to get into a speakeasy or something. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's the, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen, we, we retweeted a video um, from uh, RCG on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, who happens to also be in this group, but yeah. of a, Spanish guy talking about his mom's obsession with Turk Dizzy and it uh-huh. is hilarious. Yes. And he talks about how she knows how to hack the VPN so that it looks like she's in another country. And that is, part, I think that's one of the other kind of uniting factors about yes. this fandom is because Absolutely. we all had to figure out, okay, how do I watch this? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, yeah, that was half the fun. And I will even say the other half of the fun too was watching live together every week. Um, because even like on Twitter, how there were those girls who 
were constantly translating like major scenes like Miriam and Tina. Yes. Aisha. And they were the three main ones. Um, There were other girls too. And we appreciated every single one of them because Uh honestly, like it's what made watching without subs so fun every week. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if that's something we'll ever get back because I've tried watching a few live episodes of DEK and it just wasn't the same. Um, Okay. So with that one, like I prefer to just wait until the subs are out. Yeah. And I love the show. Don't get me wrong. It could also just be... You know, it's a it's a different feel with DEK mm-hmm. it, because it's so serious, and yeah. you know, I think Demet cries every single episode. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's it's a it's not quite as uh, watching EK live. There was kind of this elation. You know, you'd get so yeah. excited and the the anticipation of the new episode and sitting there and watching it live and kind of feeling like you're with everybody while you're watching it there was a totally different feel i agree uh giselle asks can we start a campaign to get john dem in a netflix show uh yes i mean yeah netflix has like a request site it's mostly for shows that already exist like shows you want them to add but I don't see why you couldn't just fill in the, that space and say, hey, listen, you need to make a Turkish show and it needs to be with these two actors because they have incredible chemistry and they're loved internationally, which obviously Netflix is going to be looking for that because they're international. So yeah, go on Netflix's website, you guys, in your country and start requesting that. I'm pretty convinced that it's only a matter of time before Netflix acquires the rights to EK because it's it's popular worldwide. Mm -hmm. And I know that many of us have gone on their little request, um, I have website (laughs) and have requested that they, that they acquire it. So, and they're coming out with new Turkish content. There's a lot of Turkish content on Netflix already. I think that they probably see that there's an audience. So I feel like eventually it's going to be on there. Well, and Netflix has now two, three, I'm sorry, two or three, Netflix originals that are Turkish shows. There's Three. The Protector, The Gift, and mm-hmm. Ash 101. Ash 101. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jessica says, I miss watching it live with you all. We do I too. Know. It's a fun memory. And I don't think it'll be the same with any show. Um, yes. And Megan says, yes. Thanks to all the Twitter translators. We we tried to thank them every week, like, because we just wanted to know, we appreciate what you're doing because they're doing it for free. I know it takes up a ton of their time. Yeah. So yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Katie said, part of what I love about John Yaman is that he's ridiculously smart. At least four languages. He studied the law. It's very sexy. Amen. I mean, he literally has been using his quarantine time to learn the tango and he finished, he already finished that software for learning Spanish. And I didn't even realize this, you guys, until I saw it on Twitter. The Spanish that he learned was an Italian course. So he wasn't even learning it from Turkish to Spanish. He was learning Spanish because he already knows Italian. So he was using it as Italian being the base language to Spanish. Like how crazy is that? That'd be like if Ashley and I actually learned Turkish and then decided to learn a different language, but we did it through a Turkish like class. That just blows my mind. Like, yeah the brain power it takes for that. Yeah. Yeah. He's very impressive. He is, which is why it's like, Hey, listen, 
say what you want about him. That man deserves to be confident and a little cocky. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're at about the hour and 30 mark. Um, So I don't know if we want to do any last. Yeah. You guys have any uh, last minute uh, questions? Uh, It looks like we froze for them a little bit, but they had to refresh. So, oh, you might not hear this part for a minute or two. So give them some time. Yeah. Uh, There was a question. I don't remember now who asked it, but I wanted to make sure we addressed it near the end. Um, is one question that was asked was, do you guys have your next DZ uh, picked out yet? Oh, and we were kind of discussing this yesterday via text message. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, it's probably going to come down between uh, the new Osley written show, which is John's show. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wrong or the new Aisha written show, which the title I cannot remember. Um, I can't remember off either. the top of my head, but it stars uh, Karim Burson mm-hmm. and who starred opposite of Ebo in Mutashem Ikili last year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's probably going to come down to those two because uh, from the news that we're getting, they're both going to start filming about the end of May, beginning of June which means they'll probably both have very similar premiere dates following in a few weeks after that. So it gives us time to take a little break and maybe just release a couple bonus episodes here and there and then start on a new DZ that none of us have watched before because it's brand new. So I think that'd be something more fun is not knowing what's going to happen in future episodes, not just us, but you guys as well. Um, So yeah, it's probably going to come down to John's DZ or Aisha's DZ. And Mm -hmm. we're, we're planning on in the group, in, in the Facebook group, at least most of you voted for John's DZ, but mm-hmm. we're going to put it up all across social media. So we'll put um, a poll on our Facebook page, um, a poll on Twitter and a poll on Instagram. And then we'll go from there. So really, cause honestly, I think both of us are happy covering either one. Um, personally, I really want to cover, I personally, I really want to cover Aisha's because I just, I would really love to see her start to finish a story but we also have a guarantee that she'll get to finish this story just like with BK. Right. And I just like that the, I like the idea that there's a, a new crew of actors um, and not the same ones we've been covering, but mm-hmm. we also know that, you know, John and everyone from EK kind of has a built-in following. So really we, we, we want to cover what you guys want to hear the most. So yeah, um, it'll come down to that vote and then we'll go from there. So yeah, I think, I think that kind of, addresses where we're at with that. Yeah. Uh, Ramsha wants to know, would you like to see John and Demet in other genres other than rom-coms? And then, yeah, so would I, the nice thing is that we're, we're getting that right now with Demet, Mm -hmm. um, with, with John, I have to say though, what I keep hearing, gosh, my dog is probably going to keep barking. Um, from, from the news that keeps coming out about John's show, it's making me pretty, it's getting me pretty excited. Like I really like the premise and, um, I think that it sounds like it could have some great potential. So maybe with Osley hat, like steering from the beginning, maybe that will kind of help the progression of the storyline and of the show. Um, but yeah, I would like to see him in something more serious for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. So sorry that it froze up for you guys. Um, the last, yeah. minutes, but we basically were just talking about what DZ we're hopefully planning to do next. So yeah. 
uh, stay tuned for uh, polls to go up on social media. They probably won't be up until next week because we're going to release this uh, live episode when we normally release our regular episodes on Wednesday. Yeah. So we'll accompany the polls then after that. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, we're not sure exactly what we have planned bonus episode wise, but we might have a few just random episodes we throw out while we're taking our break uh, mm-hmm. before before the new DZ starts. So stay yep. tuned for that. And um, yeah, thank you guys, all of you who joined us today. And yeah, thanks you guys. And asked questions and comments. And um, we just love and appreciate you guys so much that mm-hmm. this was just like so fun. And we just appreciate you because honestly, like we probably, we wouldn't be, still be here today if it weren't for you guys, if it was like, nobody wanted to listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Really, I mean, truly. Yeah, if we, we had would've... like two listeners, I don't know that we would just have kept going. I mean, yeah. we probably would have <laughs> so that we would just keep being able to watch EK and going back through it because we love the show so much, yeah. but you guys have really made the whole experience of doing this podcast that much better and you've made it really worth it because we're getting to meet all of these wonderful people who live around Mm -hmm. the world and who have this shared love of Turk Dizzy, which yes, it's very niche. And I think that's almost what makes it so much more special Mm -hmm. because it's like we're in this little club together and we all know how wonderful these shows are. (laughs) And it's like a little secret that we have that we're trying to spread to other people, but they don't really get it. So we're like, well, if you don't get it, we can all get it together. Exactly. So yeah, we love it. Someone, what did, who just wrote that? It was Moran. I think she said, thank you for forming this, this little noisy family. And honestly, that's exactly how we feel. I love love it. it. And we, Hey, we just like started doing our thing. You guys are really who formed the family feel of it because honestly came together and started listening and reaching out to us. So you guys are the ones who formed, um, the family. So, uh, Megan says, thanks so much for doing this. It's been a wonderful escape, but even more with the COVID crisis, I love the international community that you both have built. It gave me such a wonderful feeling being able to connect with people across the globe during these times. That's exactly how we feel, Megan. Thank you so much. That was like very beautifully put. Yeah. Um, Kalena says my Ohana. I love you both. Uh, thank you. Ablas. This was divine. Loved watching. Thank you. Nayara. Uh, Giselle, Julia. Giselle says she loves us both as much as she loves John coming out of a pool. Wow, that's a <laughs> lot. I <laughs> <High> praise. <laughs> Dang, that's a lot of love. I'm feeling it. Oh my um, gosh. So yeah, Carolina, Carolina, Carolina says thank you, thank you. Uh, we'll miss you until we meet again. Vivian yes. says wonderful. You guys are all so sweet. Thank you for this. I know. Compliment. Um, this was fun. Maybe we'll have to do it. And who knows? Maybe we'll like do some live episodes every so often just for the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, um, thank you, Dina. She says, thanks guys. Um, oh, and yes, yeah, somebody asked if we're going to continue with our rewatches. Yes. Next Saturday, we will be back up again with, um, doing our group watch parties. We just figured since you guys are used to this time, uh, that's when we would do our live um, episode, but yeah, yeah, we'll continue. If you, as long as you guys want them, then yeah, we'll set up those watch parties every single week. So yep. anyhow, um, yeah, well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up and just say to everyone listening right now for the first time, um, that we hope you enjoyed listening to our live episode rambling and mm-hmm. that you will, uh, help us vote for the next DZ that we're going to cover this summer. So yes. Um, other, until and- then though, 
Chuxaviolar. I think Chuxaviolar, Chuxaviorum. I don't know. We love you all. <laughs> we love you all very, very much. So until uh, until next time. Yes. Guter Shuru's. Post a call. Bye.